Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God. Thank you, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We call on your name, the name above all other names this morning. We say good morning to you, Jesus. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you who have joined us this morning on the prayer call. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. Amen. I was thinking about that song, Jesus, 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 that was just playing, and the lyrics from that song by Lenny LeBlanc, there is none like you. And just thanking God, because he is truly, truly our one and only source, our true source of peace, of health, of life. And I just say thank you, Father. Jesus, we adore you. Hallelujah. And we bless his holy name. Let's go right into into prayer this morning together, and then I'll introduce you to our team that's lined up. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. There is truly none like you. No one else can touch our hearts, dear God, like you can. And we can search. We can search for all throughout eternity. But there is none like you. Thank you, Father, for the greatest love ever shown to man by you giving your only son, Jesus. And we say thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your submission and obedience to Father God. For without you, we're not even truly living. We rejoice in you, and we thank you for this opportunity to come together to live out your word, Father, to stand and to pray ye one for another. May you be pleased, Father, with our bowls that are lifted up to heaven this morning. May they overflow, God. May our bowls overflow this morning, dear God. Breathe, Father. Breathe, Father, on your people. Holy Spirit, breathe on every word spoken by Minister John Smalls this morning, every prayer prayed by Minister Lightfoot this morning. Holy Spirit, bring life to their words in the name of Jesus, that Father God may be glorified, that Jesus may be exalted. Hallelujah. And we stand in expectation of your great and marvelous works. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let me formally introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator today. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith. 
and Pastor Adrian Smith, we bless our leaders in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister John Small. We say good morning to you, Minister John. How are you doing today? I'm so well. How are you doing this morning? I am well, sir. Thank you. Our prayer requests and any praise reports that are, have been sent in will be offered by Minister Linda Lightfoot. Good morning, Minister Lightfoot. How are you doing today? Good morning. Most excellent. How about you? Amen, amen. I like that. Most excellent. Hallelujah. I am well. Now, without further ado, we're ready for you, Minister John, for the devotion. Thank you. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. It is an honor and a privilege to be here. This morning, um, for today's lesson, uh, I've called it Restoration, or Restoration. And the scripture reading for this morning is in Job 42.10, and I'm going to read it from the, the expanded version, and it's Job 42.10. This is our morning class, so rise and shine. And it goes like this. After Job had prayed, interceded for his friends, the Lord gave him success, again, restoring his fortunes. The Lord gave Job twice as much as he had owned before. Once again, after Job had prayed, interceded for his friends, the Lord gave him success again, restored his fortunes. The Lord gave Job twice as much as he had owned before. So <clears throat> if I was preparing lessons, I thought to myself, you know, as a subtitle, as a subtitle, I could have called this after. The subtitle is going to be called after. So... <clears throat> When was the last time you said to yourself, why is this happening to me? Why is this turmoil happening to me? Why is this trouble happening to me? I've said it many times. You know, why is this happening to me right now? Why is this happening to my family? Why is it happening? You know, we can aim to do the right things in life. But the issues of life will sniff us out like a foxhound sniffs out a fox. Because we, as Christians, we are not immune from the issues of the world. We are not. So here's what it says in Job 1.1, and it amplifies this. There was a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God with reverence, and abstained from and turned away from evil, because he honored God. So here's a, I look at him as a church goer, and not only a church goer, but a believer, a believer who was blameless, upright, doing the right things at the right time, he feared in other words, the fear is a few reverence. He gave honor to God. 
and we abstain from doing wrong. A good guy, just like we are, good people, good people. But here's this good man, and, and, and here's what life brought to him. Life brought to him these things. The, the beings took Job's ox and his donkeys, killing his servants who were with him. Life brought to him fire from heaven, burned up Job's sheep and his servants who were with him. Once again, life brought Job's camel that was stolen from him and killing his servants who were with the camel. I, I feel for the, the servants. I mean, each one of them, you know, they're gone, not, uh, along with anything else. A great wind killed all, not some, all of Job's children by causing the building to collapse on them. And then Satan himself went out from the presence of God and struck Job with a severe boils from the sole of his feet to the top of his head. Now, how much more can one man undertake? Everything that he's owned is gone. Livestock, which in those times was a sign of wealth, gone. Donkeys, oxen, sheep, camels, children, servants, all gone. And then in the end, his own body was attacked. Not just a part of his body, but from the head to the soles of his feet was attacked. You know, sometimes in life, issues, life's issues come because of the consequences of our sins. Sometimes life issues can come because of the consequences of somebody else's sin in our lives. And then, and then, there is God who allows things to happen for his glory. For his glory. Something that we may not even fathom, something that we may not even understand. How would God allow, why would God allow this to happen to me to glorify him? That is when not just reading the word, not just reciting the word, not just knowing where the word is comes into play. There comes a time when we have to take that daily reading that we do and plant it as a seed in our hearts. And sometimes that, that seed has to take time to get from our mind to our heart. But sometimes it will be the longest distance 
that we have known. But once that seed is rooted in our heart and begin to sprout to our flesh, to our body, and telling it that you're going to stand on his word no matter what. Because God's word is not just to be repeated. God's word is not just to be read. God's word is an action word. And like Romans 8.28, when things come against us that we do not realize, when things come against us that we do not anticipate, when things come against us that is attacking our families, our jobs, our finances, our help, that we can remember based on the Holy Spirit, bring into our remembrance. Scriptures like Romans 8.28 that says, and we know. And when we say, and we know, that means that without a shadow of a doubt, I don't care if hell or high water comes, without a shadow of a doubt, I know. And the Amplified says with great confidence, Whatever is coming against me, and I know. Whatever is coming against my family, and I know. My finances, and I know. And I know that God, who is deeply concerned about me, causes not some, not a little, but all things, all things, my oxen are gone, my sheep are gone, my cattle is gone, my servants are gone, my children are gone, my health is deteriorating. He causes all things to work together as a plan for good for me who loves God. For me, who's called according to his plan and his purpose. Not my plan, not my purpose, but his plan, his purpose. God, you are steering, you are guiding, you are leading me as a captain leadership. And I'm going to trust in you that all these things that are happening is for your good, and if it's for your good, and it's for my good. All that happened to Job is bad. It was bad. If you can use it in today's analogy, your home, your finances, all that you have, your personal assets are gone including your family and your health. Can you imagine that today? But we have to fall back on and rest assured in these words because in the beginning, in Job 1, 8, and I'm going to use the message because I like this version, when God was talking with Satan, 
And God said, Satan, have you noticed my friend, Job? God had already had a plan. God had already known. God had it all worked out. Because God would not point to a person unless he already knows what that person is going to do. God is not going to point to you unless he knows what you're going to do. God is not going to bring it on you, allow it to happen, unless he knows what the end result is going to be. So whatever is happening to you right now, whatever is happening in your life, to your family, to your finances, to your body, just imagine God is saying this about you. Have you noticed, my friend? Sharon? Have you noticed, my friend? Call? Have you noticed, my friend? John? There is no one quite like them. They're honest, they're true to their words, totally, totally, totally devoted to me and hating evil. That's what God said about Job in the beginning, before anything even had even happened. So what is God saying about you? Like David, God is checking your heart. Not your mind, not your things and what you have. He's checking your heart. And then, and then God said this. After Job had prayed, after, I like that word, not before, not during, but after, after he had prayed. Prayed for himself, prayed for his things, prayed for his body to be healed, his children to be After he prayed and interceded for his friends, he stepped up and he stepped over himself and prayed for his friends. And here's what God did. The Lord gave him Job's success. Again, restored his fortune. The Lord gave Job twice as much as he owned before. Restoration. Restoration is not just giving you back what you lost, but it's restoring that and much more. Everything was restored after praying not for himself, but for someone else. And believe it or not, that was the Old Testament. That's the Old Testament. And we today are living under a New Testament. We're living under a New Testament that says in Ephesians 1, 3, praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has blessed each one of us 
in Christ with everything. Once again, not some things, a little things, but everything. All the blessings which is in heaven, such as the Spirit gives us. So, I ask each one of you today, think about, ponder about, meditate on, what about your after? What about your after? After you pray. Are you just praying for yourself and your family? Us and we and no one else? Or are you expanding your prayer to those other than your immediate? But the word said, after Job prayed for his friends, God restored all. And he had more more than what he had before. Think about it. What about your after? It's up to you. When you fall to your knees, and you may be in pain, you may be lost something, but God already knows. He wants to see your heart and does it go beyond you to someone else? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister John. Now, Minister Lightfoot would lead us into prayer this morning. Saints, let's stand together and believe as she prays in agreement. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning, everyone. It's a great day in the kingdom and a perfect morning to celebrate a praise report. Um, Latasha Malone writes, my mother, Lynette Malone Floyd, was healed and she is walking and not receiving, not relying on any medication. Hallelujah. So we thank God for that praise report. Uh, We are praying for strength and healing for the following persons. And I'm going to ask that every Holy Ghost baptized believer pray in your heavenly language as we lift up these individuals. The fervent effectual prayers of the righteous availeth much. We lift up the two uncles of Latasha Moore, James and Lemon, Katrina Jones, Geraldine Lambert, and Charlene Davis. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless and honor you. For you, Father, you are a great Father and a great God. And we give thanks that we can come boldly before your throne and make our request known unto you. You said in your word that if two of us agree on earth as touching anything that we shall ask, it shall be done for us of our Father which is in heaven. So we come before you as humbly as we know how, lifting up Katrina Jones, Geraldine Lambert, and Charlene Davis to you. 
For these are your children. You made them. You know all about them. We release your power and presence to every home and hospital from wall to wall and ceiling to floor. We release your power and presence into each home represented on this line this morning from front door to back, from room to room, from ceiling to floor, from wall to wall. We invite you to permeate the atmosphere on the line. Father, we release strength to Sister Jones as she supports and gives care to her mother. Give her an uplift in her spirit and enable her to hold fast to her faith. Let her lift her eyes to the hills from whence cometh her help, for her help comes from you, maker of heaven and earth. Let her mind be stayed upon thee, that she will have perfect peace. Let her be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let her make her request known to you, and let the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep her heart and her mind through Christ Jesus. Father, we lift up Katrina to you, and you said in your word that the prayer of shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he have committed sins they shall be forgiven him we bring your word to you in faith because we know that there's nothing too hard for you and there's nothing impossible to you whose report do we believe we believe the report of the Lord because your word says that by the word through faith the worlds were framed we draw a bloodline around every system and organ in her body your word says that she is redeemed from the curse of the law because Jesus became a curse for her. Jesus himself took her infirmities and bare her sicknesses, who his own self bare her sins in his own body on the tree, that she being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes she is healed. The life of the flesh is in the blood, and you have given it to her upon the altar to make an atonement for her soul. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for the soul, and you have sent your word and healed her and delivered her from all destruction. Your word says every plant that our Heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. So, Father, we command cancer to detach itself from her body. We command her body to reject all cancerous activity. You said your peace you give, not as the world gives. Let her receive it and be made whole. We command her platelet count to rise and to come into balance. You said, when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thine own blood, I said unto thee, thou was in thy own blood. Live. Yea, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. Petrina, we command you to live and declare the works of the Lord, for he would that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Holy Spirit, we call upon you to quicken her body, to fulfill the number of her days. Hover and brood over her, bringing new life. Revive, resuscitate, refresh, and renew. Invigorate her with strength and power to your glory. Let healing manifest quickly. Baffle the doctors and nurses. Let them witness the miraculous power of God. Let there be testimonies to your glory. Father, we release the healing power of God upon James and Lemon and Charlene to bring a renewed strength. We release it from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, and we release all the powers and properties of the blood of Jesus to fortify every cell and system of their bodies. Let every cell and system come into alignment with the word and cause them to function according to your original blueprint. In Jesus' name, your word says, the Lord nurses them, and when they are sick and restores them to health, you said, behold, I will bring it health 
help and cure, and I will cure them and will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. When you pass through the waters, I will be with thee. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. I am the Lord your God. We speak to the bronchial tubes and command them to open. We release healing and the breath of life. We come against the tightness in the chest, the swelling and the excess mucus. We come against wheezing and unusual tiredness. We command them to loose Charlene's body. We plead the blood of Jesus over her life, her pulmonary system, and her circulatory system. We command the spirit of infirmity to loose her body in Jesus name. Father, we call upon you to manifest as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God, our healer. We call upon you to manifest as Jehovah Bel Perazim and break through each of these people, break these each of these people through like the breaking of many waters. And this is the confidence that we have in you, that if we ask anything according to your will, you heareth us. And if we know that you hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of you. So we deem these things as done in Jesus' name, and we give you praise, honor, and glory for it. Amen, and it is so. Amen, amen, amen. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree here on earth as touching. So we know that what we've asked this morning through Minister Lightfoot, it shall be done. We want to quickly swing back to Minister John. Minister John, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'll end with this scripture, and it's John sixteen thirty-three, and they expanded. In regards to our day-to-day life, let's remember, when God was talking, Jesus was talking to his disciples, he said this, I told you these things, so that you can have peace in me. In this world, you will have trouble. You're going to have Tribulations, prosecutions, suffering, but be brave, take courageous, and have a courageous heart. I have defeated in victory and overcome the world. <clears throat> Remember what he said. He said, have peace in me, not in the world. Have peace in me. So when you're looking for something, it's already in him. And if he's in us, it's already done. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Minister John. Before we close out, we want to ask if our bishop had anything that he'd like to share. We honor you, Bishop, and the floor is yours. Good morning, uh, Sister Charlene, Minister Smalls, and Minister Lightfoot, and good morning to everyone on the line. I'm I'm just going to put a period right there. It's been said, it's been prayed, and we just thank God for it. You all be blessed and have a wonderful day in the Lord. Don't forget that God said he will restore unto you double, double. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. Please remember to send in your prayer request in the men to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect, then scroll down to, and enter your prayer request there. We love to pray. We are called to pray. And as 
Minister John ministered this morning, um, Job 42 and 10. Job prayed for others, and we are called to pray for others. Let's go before Father God again together before we close out the call this morning. Thank you, Father, for your word this morning. Father, I pray, dear God, that you bless Minister John, bless Minister Lightfoot for their giving this morning unto us and unto you first and foremost. And, Father, bless every caller. I pray, dear God, that each one on the prayer call, Father, do just as Holy Spirit ministered through Minister John. Hallelujah. That we pray for one another. Hallelujah. That we are submissive and obedient to wake up, to wake up and to pray you one for another. I declare a new submission, a new obedience, a new commitment to your word, Father, to pray. Father, I declare that each caller has a greater reverence towards you. Father, bless your people as they return to you. You are stronghold. Father, as your children come before you, I pray, dear Father, that each one of us has a servant heart of humility, of obedience to your word. Then, Father, I thank you that you give the double portion. Thank you, Father, that you restore unto each caller. Hallelujah. As we stand, as we pray, as we purpose in our hearts intentionally to fulfill the purpose that you have ordained, that you have chosen us to do for kingdom advancement. Father, keep them. Protect each caller. And we thank you. Father, I pray through the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that every prayer is sealed. Every prayer prayed by your Spirit is sealed by your Holy Spirit of promise. And I declare no backlash, no retaliation in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against your people shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is of you, Lord. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Minister Helena, please open the line. 